recently had a bit of a dust-up in the hallways himself with Kevin McCarthy. And I have Congressman Burchett with us here right now. So, Congressman, explain to us what happened with you and Kevin McCarthy. Well, I was doing an interview um, with um, Claudia from NPR, uh, a lovely lady, and when she was asking me a question. And, and at that time, I uh, got elbowed in the back. And it kind of caught me off guard because it was a clean shot to the kidneys. And I turned back, and there was there was Kevin. And um, and I, I for a minute I was kind of what the heck just happened. And then I um, you know I, I chased after him. Of course, he's a as I've stated many times, he's a he's a bully with 17 million dollars in a security detail. You know, he's the type of guy that when you're a kid would throw a rock over the fence and run home and hide behind his mama's skirt. And he just you know he he. Uh, from behind that kind of stuff it you know that's not the way we handle things in east tennessee we we, if we have a problem with somebody i'm gonna look them in the eye and and talk to them okay so he walked down the hallway hit you in his out with his elbow yeah you you can you can go on claudia's twitter account it 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 pretty much um her ex account it's it's very accurate okay so then just explain so you chased him what do you mean you chased him i just ran after him i was like what the heck you know why'd you do that you know because it was a like I said, if you've ever been hit in the kidneys, it's a little little different. You don't have to hit very hard to cause a little bit of pain, a lot of pain. And, and so I, and he just, of course, um, as he always did, does, he just uh, denies it or uh, uh, blames somebody else or something, you know. And it was just a little heated, but I just backed off because there wasn't any, I saw no reason. I wasn't gaining anything from it. And then everybody saw it, so it didn't really matter. Wait, he responded to you? Yeah, yeah, he just acted like, you know, what are you talking about? You know, who are you to, you know, that kind of thing. And it's just, you know, I think that's that's symptomatic of the problems that he, he's had in his short tenure as speaker. <laughs> Maybe that's what we need more of. A little, little MMA-style uh, fighting in the, way, in the capital there. You know, yeah, it's just, you got to wonder. Uh, can we act like adults, please? What is, we kill everybody to act like adults. Kevin McCarthy doing, I mean, I don't think I'm overly surprised to hear Kevin McCarthy would do something like that because I've never trusted him. He seems like a snake to me anyways, and that's a very uh, childish way of doing things that maybe you don't like somebody, so you give them a little a little love tap here or there. It's just, it's so childish and stupid. And I think the point is, these are the people that are running our country. This is uh, the person that is the former speaker that just got outed, and I mean, you're over here because you may not like somebody or they did something you disagree with. You're going to give them a cheap shot in the back as you walk by and then have your security protect you and know that, I mean, these old men ain't going to get down. These are politicians. These ain't old battle warriors. These ain't old mean dogs. These are they're politicians. I mean, uh, oh, you hit me. Stop it. Yeah, that's about all you're getting. <laughs> it's, uh, it's also stupid also stupid oh it's also very stupid um government shutdown we're trying to avoid it currently uh and you got your new speaker there that's working hard on trying to uh prevent the government shutdown and he you know, wasn't really sure what we were going to get when we got a new speaker yeah, i gotta say i don't know i think most people weren't too uh familiar with who the new speaker was I know I certainly wasn't. Um, and with that being said, the new speaker is trying to cut a deal um, that really there's no wins for uh, us here. 
It's going to be a continuation, continuing resolution. It does contain no additional spending. Um, doesn't has no spending reductions. It has no border security. Um, doesn't have a single meaningful win for the American people in it. Um, but looks like Mr. Johnson's going to try to get a vote on it and then get it passed through. Um, and it really does nothing. So if you were wondering you know, what kind of a speaker Mike Johnson was going to be, I'd say that since none of us really knew a whole lot about him, we were kind of hoping for somebody different. I would have uh, personally liked to see somebody different as speaker. Uh, it looks like you got a Kevin McCarthy 2.0. Uh, he's willing to play the game with the Democrats. Uh, not that not that you can get away from that. I mean, you you got to play ball with these people somewhat because it's a it's a divided Congress, split Congress. So I mean, you have to play ball with them uh, at least to a degree, but uh, you don't have to give away the farm while you're doing it. And uh, it seems like the speakers that we have are willing to give away everything and get nothing in return for it. They're not even trying to stand their ground, have a little bit of backbone, and negotiate toughly to get something that is common sense passed through. They're not even working that hard um, right now. They're going to continue, uh, do the continued resolution, which will take you into the first uh, quarter of next year with no additional spendings, no spending cuts. I mean, there's just nothing in there that is good for the American people. It's just, oh, God, let's avoid another government shutdown. Don't let the government shut down because, oh, it's well, the world's coming to an end. That, that's all they're avoiding. Uh, I guess... Uh, Mike Johnson is worried about good publicity rather than doing the right thing for the people of the United States because it's uh, what they're doing there. In effect, it, it's it's a turd. It, it really has nothing. They polished it up. They had somebody else deliver it, put it in a nice shiny box, and when you open it up, guess what? It's still a turd. And that, that, that's what's being delivered right now. Uh, it's amazing. You know, you, you would think that they would try to do something, something, anything. But they're not, so maybe we just need more fist fighting up there. You know, maybe we should maybe we should throw some Republicans and Democrats in the in the ring together and see who comes out victorious. <laughs> At least it would be entertaining to see the politicians actually perform and do something. You, know, you gotta do something, otherwise you're just gonna get your rear end handed to you nonstop. <laughs> oh god. It's all so stupid. And we all knew Honestly, we all knew that uh, they were going to do a continued resolution. We all knew that nothing was going to happen. I wasn't sure about Johnson, Speaker Johnson. I didn't know much about him. I said, uh, you know, on this podcast, we'll just have to wait and see how he does. And this was kind of his first test. And he just looks like he's going to do pretty much what Kevin McCarthy did. Uh, again, you got to play ball to a degree, but, you know, he, he didn't even, doesn't seem like he even really put any effort into trying to do something that we could even perceive as a win. So, uh, Kathy Holchel, uh, this is, uh, this was a big story yesterday and, and, uh, that came out and I don't know, um, how many people heard it or didn't hear it. Uh, New York, apparently, um, they're reportedly collecting data from what Kathy Holchel said, which she, she described as surveillance efforts on social media platforms um, and launching investigations into it and sometimes to counter some of the negativity and supposedly misinformation. I, I got to wonder, did anybody know that this was happening? I mean, inside New York, outside New York, did anybody know this was happening? Uh, I mean, this is an invasion of privacy. I mean, to a degree, 
uh, you're investigating people based upon their their freedom of speech. You're allowed to say what you want to say. People are being investigated. Um, speaking Monday, Holchel announced that the state is very focused on the data we're collecting from surveillance efforts and what's being said on social media platforms, admitting to surveillance. Um, what's more, as Holchel said, that they have launched an effort to be able to counter some of the negativity to reach out to people. You're not really sure what that means. Um, what 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 is negativity? Uh, she said negativity is what they when they see or they somebody says something that they deem to be hate speech being spoken about online platforms. So uh, if you say something that you don't like, if you say something that they don't like, they're coming after you. I mean that's. Uh, what, what are they going to do to you? Are they going to write you a ticket? Are they going to flag you? Uh, are they going to have a counselor come over there? Uh, well, what, what is what is the big plan in New York here? I mean, I'm hoping there are lawyers getting ready to jump all over this. Uh, we're, we are uh, conducting surveillance on American citizens based upon what they say or think, or maybe they read an article that they like and they share that article because they believe it to be true because they trust whoever they're reading it from. Where you're going to be penalized for that? My God. I, I mean, people in New York, you guys are okay with this? I mean, really. I mean, you guys are okay with being surveilled? Uh, be careful what you say. Don't let Big Brother catch you. If Big Brother sees that you say something out of the out of the ordinary, you're going to disappear. You, you better watch what you say. You guys are all right with this? Wow. Um... Uh, this is very dangerous, you know, because there's a lot of different determinations on what is considered hate speech. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you look at over the course of the last few years, if you challenge the notion that there are more than, that there are only two genders or there are more than two genders, if you challenge it and say, no, there are only two genders, depending on the person uh, and depending on uh, the way they perceive what you said, that can be considered hate speech to them. It's not actually hate speech. You're stating a fact that there are only, in fact, two genders. There's no hate involved there. No matter what they would like to say, you are strictly stating facts that there are only two genders. You know, uh, it, it's very subjective on what's considered hate speech. And who's allowed to determine that? I'm sure somebody that is working for the state of New York that's working with Hulchul is the person that's going to determine what is hate speech. So is hate speech anything that's common sense or fact or anything that comes from the right? You know, with with COVID, with challenging COVID, if you're challenging uh, that COVID is damaging people and hurting people, is that considered hate speech or misinformation or disinformation with everything that we see coming out? Who gets to determine that? I'm sure they got some weasels that are working for them behind the scenes in New York that are, you know, basement dwellers that got 16 masks on still today uh, that believe there's 197,000 different genders. I'm sure they're the ones that are going to determine their, the, whether or not it's hate speech. I would assume that most of what I'm saying here to them would be classified as hate speech because I'm just speaking my mind and stating facts along the way as well as opinion. So I guess uh, this would be considered hate speech because I know... It's not believe, I know factually that there are only two genders. Is that considered hate speech? Holchel said that the state's social media analysis unit 
has ramped up its monitoring of sites to catch incitements to violence and direct threats to others. And all of this is in response to our desire, our strong commitment to ensure that not only do New Yorkers, uh, the way this is written, I, I don't, I didn't hear the speech. Hopefully, she didn't say it this way. But not only do New York do New Yorkers be safe, but also feel safe. She said, adding that uh, personal security is about everything for them. As I said, no one walking down the street or in the subway can feel that they have to hide any indications of what their religious beliefs are. We expect to see people celebrating their lives, walking around freely. Uh, and that is no longer the case here because people are living in fear. They have a right to do whatever they want to do where uh, we're in the state of New York. I, I just don't believe this lady. Yeah, you, you know, you, yeah, it's, it's such a slippery slope. Yeah, I hope there are people that are ramping up to sue uh, the, the pants off of her. I really do. I hope there are some lawyers out there that know this is a violation, that you can't determine what hate speech is. Uh, I mean, unless somebody's saying something which needs to be alerted that literally threatening that I'm going to go shoot someplace up or I'm going to go kill this person right now. I mean, that's something that we certainly want reported and people to look into, you know, because it, that's a real threat or at least it's posing as a real threat. But just having a difference of opinion and having a different perspective on things uh, and stating things that are, are fact-based, uh, that's not hate speech. Saying that, you know, uh... Uh, Hamas are all a bunch of terrorist dogs that should be shot down. I mean, is that hate speech? <laughs> oh, I might not do too well in New York. I might, I might not. I might not fit in there with all the liberals. They, they might not like me too much. Uh, I don't think it is. Uh, I think it's dangerous that we are uh, have surveillance on American people. I think it's even more dangerous that they are openly admitting that they are surveilling uh, Americans on their social media. Uh, platforms. Uh, I think it's even worse that they feel so comfortable. We were just talking about how emboldened they are to do things nowadays. They're so comfortable telling you to your face in a press conference that, yes, we are watching you. Yes, we are monitoring you. And if you say something that we don't like, that we think is hate speech, we're going to hammer you for it. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that Disastrous. Something needs to be done. So, something needs to be done about not only New York, but uh, I mean the the whole government's out of control. Joe Joe Biden uh, announced Tuesday that he's going to allocate an additional six billion dollars in taxpayer funds to strengthen the administration's environmental justice initiatives. Uh, hey, we're being spied on. Our money's being used against us. This isn't <clears throat> why our government is flawed. Is we the people? should have the right tax wise. We know what our money's being spent on. We are all in agreement, or at least the majority of people agree with what you're spending the money on. I don't think it's right that they are using our tax dollars and spending it on the programs that them, the quote unquote elites want to spend it on. But we, the people it's coming out of our pockets and we don't want them to spend it on those items because we're not cool with that. Uh, a newly, the newly allocated funds appear aimed at pacifying Joe Biden's far, be, far left base ahead of the 2024 elections, even though climate change does not constitute as a top issue for American voters. Uh, Biden, Biden is allocating funds based on the Fifth Nation Climate Assessment, NCA5, which assessed that the global warming 
uh, is impacted uh, in every region in the United States. What the witless wonder ended up saying is I've seen the firsthand what the report makes clear. Uh, he said that uh, the devastating toll of global warming throughout the United States is an existential threat to all of us and the ultimate threat to humanity. The White House alleges it uh, in the press release that the global warming costs the taxpayers $150 billion per year and disproportionately impacts under, underserved and overburdened communities. Uh, the White House said that $2 billion of the $6 billion in taxpayer funds would be available through its environmental and climate justice community uh, change grant programs. Those programs support extensive and expensive green energy projects and boost the government's ability to respond to, to environmental and climate justice changes, challenges. Excuse me. Uh, they never really tell you what they're actually spending the money on. You know, they want to tell you green energy. They want they want to give you uh, generalized statements on what the money may be going to. Uh, and it's just, you never know what they're actually spending it on. What, most of it's being wasted. Because to be honest with you, if you're spending our taxpayer dollars on solar or wind, uh, these are, to me, pretty much failed technologies. They don't produce what we need them to produce. You're pretty much, you might as well just take our money, pile it up in a pile and set it on fire. Because that's that's how well I feel that that money's being spent. I think it'd be better to keep people warm in the winter and just burn it in that case. Because it just, those are two technologies that, are they good for some things? Are they good for those little lights that you like to put down your driveway? Sure. Yeah, real low energy, you could just stick them in the ground, let the sun do its thing. They have a little glow at nighttime to help guide you to where you need to get to in the yard. Fine. Yeah. But as far as powering up people's homes, they're failed. They have failed. They just don't do it in the fields of solar panels that they have that they say offset your costs and they do so much for you or the homes that have $60,000 worth of solar panels that cover their entire roof. It's just not enough. Yeah, my electric bill never goes over $100 because of my whole house is covered in solar panels. Well, that's great. Uh, how long do they last? Uh, what do you do with them when you're done with them? Because they're very toxic to dispose of. Uh, does your insurance company cover the cost of a new roof in case you have uh, leaks or issues with your roof because you have these solar panels screwed into your roof? There, it's just not, it's not realistic. It's not where it needs to be. It's not up to speed 100%. So if you're spending taxpayer dollars on that, I think it's a waste of time. I really do. I think you should be investing in, ener in green energy that is available today that produces the amount of energy that is required to run everything. That then then you're better spending taxpayer dollars. You want to go in and get all a bunch of nuclear energy? Go for it. You want to try hydro energy? You want a better better suit to get hydro energy? Go for it. You want to do things that are more natural? Go for it. To keep dumping billions of dollars into failed technology makes no sense. And we should have some say as taxpayers what you're dumping our money into. We pay into it every day. Every day you pay taxes, all day long. You're buying something online, you're buying something in the store, you're paying taxes on it, taxes on it, taxes on it. You pay taxes out of your ear, they take them out of your cat, out of your check. They, you know, they've redesigned the IRS where most of you that are, are uh, 
most people, not most of you, most people, uh, usually get some money back. And they've redesigned it now where the IRS isn't giving any money back because they say they give it to you through, uh, more in your check throughout the year so you don't get that big payout uh, so they don't have to do that through the government anymore. But you pay taxes all year. You don't get every single cent that you pay unless you're in a certain tax bracket or below or maybe you get every penny back of what you put into the system. Uh, but otherwise, most people, you're paying taxes all day, every day. And the money that you're paying out all day, every day, you don't want to support these causes. You don't want to support these programs, but they're yet they're using them to support these causes and to support these programs, and they're not even asking our opinion on them. They tell you if you want change votes, vote for somebody else that doesn't, that, doesn't, uh, that agrees with you. I think it's wrong. I think there comes a point where it should be up to the American people what your money spent on. Especially when it comes to spending $6 billion. This ain't no chump change. I know it sounds like chump change nowadays because they're spending trillions in the White House. Trillions of dollars. So $6 billion doesn't sound like much anymore. I mean, you, you picture how much money $6 billion is. Yeah, I mean, wrap your mind around it. You get numb to it. You just hear $6 billion. $6 billion, okay, it's $10, $100 million to make a billion. It's $60, $100 million to make $6 billion. Uh, you will never see that money in a lifetime. Now, most of us will never see $100 million in a lifetime, ever. <clears throat> you know, we're lucky if you retire and your retirement account at the end of the day has a million dollars in it. Oh, my God. I did well. The market did. It performed at least good enough. I got a million dollars now to, to sit back and try to collect the little check they're sending me from Social Security, which they're still going to tax, and uh, pull from there and try to just live life nice and easy on my as I cruise out of this world. It's insane. You're spending $6 billion should be something said. But unfortunately, we don't have that control. All we, all we can control is who we vote in. And then we expect them to do as we want them to do from our district, for your house districts, for your senators and everything. And then when they get up there, they're supposed to perform. The reason that they do these things and then get away with these things is because we don't hold them accountable for it. Oh, you Oh, you voted to spend the 6 billion? You're out. Next guy, the, the guy that's going to go, "Oh, no, no, no. I don't vote. I ain't voting for that." You nuts. We're not spending money on that crap. Move on to something else. That that's the guy we want to vote for. Tired of voting for people that work against us. Tired of not holding people accountable. We hired you to do a job and you suck at the job. If you hired somebody to do a job at your house and they're supposed to be laying down the tile and you come in the house and the tile, they're not putting spacers in there and they're all mismatched and the lines don't make sense and everything looks like crazy in there. <laughs> well, that's a problem. You'd fire them right away, wouldn't you? Yeah, get the hell out of here and I'm not paying you. Well, why aren't we doing the same thing to politicians? Why are we tolerating what they're doing to us? If you're not doing a job as we expect you to do the job, then get the hell out. We got no time for you. Let's put somebody in there that's going to do the job or at least try to do the job. Maybe that one person can't stop everything from happening, but at least you know the person that's representing you is representing your interests. At least you have a voice at a minimum. And if enough of us do that, guess what? They can stop this nonsense. You know, it's, it's so crazy how important it is to vote. And it's a shame that society and the Democrats and mainstream media, they are conditioning everybody to get them to a point where they don't want to vote. And then there are so many people that are not engaged that just don't care. They just don't vote because they don't care. And it's, it's unbelievable. It has so, it carry it holds so much weight. You want to, you want to know what little bit of power that you do have. That is the little bit of power you do have is that you can vote and, and that is your voice to go out there 
and to try to make a change. People, we gotta, we have to hold these people accountable. You know, everything that we see every day. You got people that are are gathering intel on us. They're spying on us. They're spending our money the way they see fit that doesn't align with our values. At least half of America doesn't align with our values. The stuff that you're spending money on, money on. You have child children playing up in the, uh, up in Congress there that are giving each other cheap shots as they walk by, and then oh, it wasn't me. I didn't do it. These are the morons running the country, and the only way that we change that is through voting. And I know that they want you to believe that you can't vote; it's no good no more. I, I get it. That's a real convenient way to get you not to vote, get you not to turn out. You'll notice that that's kind of a one-sided game too, because the people that don't turn out and the people that don't trust it are generally the people on the right side. But the people on the left are going, no, no, no the voting system's fine; it works perfect. They're going to go out and vote. They ain't scared of it. They're going to go do what they want to do. I just we we have to play the game the way they play the game and we have to do better and we have to put better people in office if we want things to get better. You just have to all the way around, top to bottom. You know, and, and I would say most importantly you got to pray and always hold on to the one true source of power in the whole universe. Uh and that that one that that is the one that will change everything for us. That is the one that if enough of us are crying out to him, enough of his people are crying out to him, he will make sure. And however things have to move, whatever pieces got to, whatever piece of the puzzle got to move, he'll make sure that, that it, it happens for us. We need change. Change needs to come. You know, I, these stories, I go through them and it's just, uh, first it's two idiots fighting. Then you go from that learning that people in New York, you're being surveilled. There's surveillance on you, on what you're saying and what you're doing. <laughs> and then you go into Joe Biden's using our tax dollars that half the country doesn't even believe in climate change, and you're using it for programs to push ahead your leftist agenda that ha- that is completely against what we want it to be. And all of these things seemingly just keep on passing on through, passing on by. It's no problem. Nobody's stopping any of this stuff from happening, and the, we need we need to change that. With that being said, I'm all done. <laughs> if you if you'd like to reach out to me, go to one of my social media. Be careful what you say now. Don't say anything crazy like there's only two genders. Ask me a question. Hey, Joe, how many genders are there? Because you're going to get back a response, too, and then you're going to be on the list with me. <laughs> but if you'd like to send me a message, go ahead and send me a message. I will respond. Uh, if you like what you hear, tell some people. Uh, spread the news. And uh, beyond that, I hope you have a beautiful Wednesday. We will certainly do it again tomorrow.